podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Uh, look, uh, guys, I'm being a little whispery. Normally, I'd tell you that the reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game and that we react to the games we invade. I'd also tell you every week on the podcast, we bring guests into the reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are reactivators. I would usually say something like that, but today I'm not going to do that because today I'm being sneaky. That's right. That's right. I'm your sneaky co-host, Nick Smashboy Costanza, and joining me as always... No one. Um, look, uh, I gotta, I gotta just let you guys know what's going on. Uh, Tyler baby, he's not here right now. He's currently moving. And so, because I always do what I can for the listeners, I want to give you the best content out there. I'm giving you something you've never seen a little peek behind the curtain. That's right. This week, we are heading into a place no listener has ever been, the Segment Factory. But I have some help to uh, walk through the factory with me. We have a fantastic guest today. He is my oldest friend in the entire world and a returning guest to the show. Please welcome Jao Bufik. Welcome back to the show. Um, thanks. I assume everyone listening is clapping and just thank you so much for the warm welcome. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, we recently did a live show and it was very interesting to, to hear for the first time when people clap and when they don't. Um, and there were a couple things I did that I do every episode that didn't get many claps. <laughs> And that was really uh, eye-opening. But yeah, I told Tyler that I'd love if we could just put a, like a laugh track for just claps in, you know, a clap track. So uh, yeah, that's probably happening right now. I mean, I can just start clapping at anything I say too. Oh. Is that, is that going to be hard to edit or? Hmm. After you say anything, you start clapping? Well, maybe... Yeah, that was a little vague, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, no, it wasn't vague. It was vague. It, it was great. You know, you're going to speak a sentence and then you're going to start clapping for yourself. <laughs> Look, thrilling, uh, thrilling stuff. <laughs> your name is Jao Bufik. It's a real Estonian name. Uh, not at all a uh, name hiding a mask of anonymity, but I. That's right. Yes, it's true. Um, but I'm kind of curious, I, I was thinking about giving you a nickname is a little unconventional, but I was thinking I might take the first two letters of your first name and the last two letters of your last name and just call you Jack. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, Jack. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, it took you a second to respond to it. It doesn't seem like you're used to be co- being called that. Yeah, no, but I, I think by the end of the episode, you, you say Jack, I'll, I'll say yes, sir, no, sir. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, no, that's what I'm looking for. Now, um, I referenced this, but uh, Jack, you, you are my oldest friend. I think we met 
as little babes. I, I believe you were one and I was I was younger than one. Yeah. Um, what's your first memory of me? <sighs> you know, I wish I had a defined first one. And unfortunately, I don't. I mean, it, it is kind of neat, though, in that, like, you've just been, like, within my frame of reference for as far as I can remember. Like, I don't I don't even remember meeting you. It's just always like Nick is my friend. Um, but I ve- I really do remember that, like, I feel like you were the the friend of mine that even though we lived in different different sides of Seattle or the burbs, mm-hmm. um, you were the other friend who was the most into Pokemon. So it was always exciting when, like, we'd get to link up because that would mean, like, you know, if I needed to turn a Haunter into a Gengar or anything, like, you were there to help me out with that and vice versa. That's true. We did do a lot of Pokemon trading. Uh, I, you've come up on this show a lot. I, I reference my friend Jack, and I think that's because we played a lot of video games together over the years. Um, in some ways, I think you introduced me to games, certainly to computer games, when I'd come over and play StarCraft and Sonic at your old pad. Remember those days? I do, yeah, and I, I remember, if my memory serves me correctly, um, my copy of StarCraft was a burnt CD from someone else who lived on the, the cul-de-sac. <laughs> Whoa, how, that's a great uh, poll. I did not remember that. Did it, did it consistently work? Yeah, it did. You could just, at that time, you could just burn a video game and play a, a new disc, and it was like you had the game. Yeah, and I'm 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 virtually certain. I think my original, and maybe I had to get the disc at some point, but I'm pretty sure my original copy was an original. And then, but I think for Brood War, for whatever reason, I got I got the official version. Ah, oh, Brood War, that's one of my favorites. And also, my dad burnt it for me. So if anyone is like mad at me for legal reasons, my dad <laughs> did it, not me. Throwing Mister Buffick under the bus. Yeah. Well, um, you, to my knowledge, still play video games, which means I have to ask an old favorite question. Jack, how's games? Games are good. Um, sorry, finishing a Trader Joe's lava cake. Um, Love it. Games are good, you know. Fortnite just came out with, uh, just re-released the Naruto skins. Um, so much to what will be the disappointment of my fiance, I bought both Itachi and Sasuke. Um, <laughs> Wait, those are, they didn't come bundled together, did they? No. <laughs> they <did not. laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, just uh, really dignified stuff all around. Um, but man, seeing Sasuke with an assault rifle or a pistol and shooting and then reloading, like for most people it probably wouldn't be worth it but for me, it totally is. It, it's just it's great. I'm so happy. Like, it, it, it's one of the stupidest purchases I've ever made but it's also one of my favorite. And you know, it's been an hour so I'm sure regret would have kicked in by now. Yeah. Otherwise. I get if I have purchased a skin I'm not happy with, I get 
buyer's remorse almost immediately um in the first match i would say uh so sub 10 minutes uh so that's good to know and i'm i'm excited after this i know where you know we're gonna come back from the factory together i'll drop you off at home and then i'll go back to my house because we're in person right now and you and i don't think this is rude of you or anything you did bring a trader joe's chocolate lava cake in your pocket yeah it kind of burnt me a little bit um you know you have to preheat the oven to 400 and you leave it in there for like 20 minutes so definitely probably want a couple more layers of uh clothing between your skin and that but afterwards you know you can go home you can have the other one from the pack and then we can play some Fortnite. and i'm really looking forward to that uh so i just i gotta say thank you for agreeing to meet me here by the way i usually okay i'm gonna be honest with you this segment factory thing i haven't even seen what's inside it Usually Tyler doesn't let me know where he gets the segments from. He just kind of reaches in to the warehouse with one hand. We pull up outside, he reaches in, he grabs a couple. And then um, that's all I've ever seen. But because I'm being sneaky, uh, I was thinking we could explore the segment factory together. I'm, I'm in. I think, I think it's a good idea uh well great um i got a key here let me see let me just uh put on my hard hat as i am entering a real legitimate factory thank you you know workplace safety very important oh yeah and the listener might want to know this but your job is that you're an osha leader you're, you strapped me into a harness before this, just in case I climb up on anything. Got maybe get a forklift certification. Well, you don't you don't have your certification, so if if I even see you eyeing it, I'm gonna have to politely remind you not to. Come on, no. All right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. Um, well, uh, I got the key in the door. Turn it, Greek. Uh, hey, Jack. It sounds like you're a fan of segments. But have you ever been inside segments? No. <laughs> All right, here we go. Whoa. Wow, this is a segment. Oh my gosh. This is our first segment. It's time to enter the segment factory. <laughs> We did it. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, is there some laughing gas in this factory? Oh, it's it's an old Arkham City segment. The Joker's in there, dude. Oh no! Okay, let me open this box and see what's inside. <laughs> it's me, the Joker. <laughs> But not- oh! <laughs> yeah, that's right. You should be scared. You ought to get nuts. Let's get nuts. Um, hi guys. Uh, hey Joker. Uh, which Joker are you? It's hard to tell. <laughs> Why? 
I'm the Barry Keoghan Joker from oh, oh, Batman. God. No, no, okay, go away. No, um, you know, I feel like Segment Factory is an appropriate place to pop this question. Hmm. Have you talked about how bad the new Batman was on this on this podcast? <sighs> We're dropping hot takes. Uh, no, we haven't, and I kind of agree with you. It's not great. Um, Sorry, it, Barry Joker. Uh, it's just, I mean, he wasn't even. Well, no, I mean, I guess he wasn't the end, but yeah, he he, he wasn't named. No, no, they could. Um, they they could make him not Joker if they wanted to. I don't know why they would, but they they could make him not. Wouldn't that be interesting if the next movie just started and they're like, he's like, I'm also the Penguin. <laughs> you know what? That would that would be more or interesting than anything that happened on the uh, actual or in the actual first movie. So we've seen Joker, but two penguins. Uh, have I told you my Colin Farrell story? I saw it no. one time. Oh, uh, one time my sister and I went to get ice cream to play on the Franklin Avenue strip in Hollywood. Uh, it was a cashless ice cream place called Van Lewin. We paid, we were leaving, and she holds the door open for someone, and we realize it's Colin Farrell and his little son. And they walk in, and he sees the sign that says cashless, and immediately says, oh, they only take cash here. And he grabs his son and they leave. <laughs> he read the sign wrong. You know, Hollywood really is just <laughs> full of a bunch of special people. But a couple minutes later, he came back. We were eating outside. Um, I guess he <laughs> went to get cash and brought it back to a place that didn't accept it. <sighs> Well, uh, let me see. There's a there's some other boxes here. Gosh, that one, that one's a little high up. I wish I could use something to get it. You need a ladder. Oh yeah. You don't need a you don't need a certification for a ladder. <laughs> I don't actually know if that's true. Well, let's find out. <clears throat> oh, this one's heavy. Oh my. Uh, no, you oh, got it. You got uh, it. My back. Uh, uh, nah, you're you're good. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna drop it's all, it. It's all I'm in the drop legs. It. Okay. All right. I made it down. Uh, hey, pulling this one open. Oh my gosh, this is one of Tyler's original segments. It's the emulation station. I think he. When we first started, he had this little pocket thing that looked like a Game Boy, but it wasn't. It, in fact, it had all of these emulated games on it. I, he gave it to me one time. I was playing the original God of War on there. It wasn't a PSP or a PS Vita. It was something different. Jackie, have you ever played any emulated games? This is going to be a great segment because my answer is no. Um <laughs> I, I don't think I ever have. Um, I, think, I, am... I think you have. I think sort of. We used to play an emulated Pokemon battle simulator. Oh, that was okay. So that I wouldn't even really say that's emulated because that was like they ripped some animations. And but that was like um, 
that was like its own software. I think it was Pokemon Showdown, and I I, I wouldn't call that an emulation, okay. but uh, it was it was great. Um, I will never forget having to explain to people in college um, that I was playing a uh, a Pokemon simulator against other human beings across the internet. That was pretty cool that you could do that. And well, and yeah. like. I don't know if you guys have talked about this on, on your podcast, but like the, like all the mechanics and like how actually like complex the battling got was, was pretty wild, especially as like someone who like grew up playing it and like, you know, picked moves cause they sound cool and whatnot. Like reading about the actual stats and like strategies, like, uh, like I remember, you know, like, I thought moves like spikes or stealth rock were stupid, and then it turns out like they're essential, or at least at least they were. I know I know the meta has changed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a. I, I don't know what to call it. Simulator maybe is better than emulator, right? Because it was simulating Pokemon battles. Um, they. It was for the people who did all the things in Pokemon I never learned to do. The specific breeding to get the best stats. So you could, if I remember correctly, you could set your stats and then you could use those moves. And it really taught you how to be a competitive Pokemon trainer in a way where if you just play those games for the story, if you have an attack move of every different type that you can of the in the, your four moves, you can kind of cheese your way through it. Uh, yeah, that, that was, that was something. Yeah. Like, um, it was just crazy to me how often you're supposed to like swap out your Pokemon. Like, Mm -hmm. like that's, that, that's a thing. And like stuff like baton pass is vital. Um, the best status to inflict typically was burn, which I don't think I ever did when I played. Oh. Yeah, because because burn, if my memory serves me correctly, I don't think it have special attack at all, but it definitely have like attack. So, um, oh, what was the term? I think the ter- <laughs> this is really cool that I know this. Um, I think the term for like Pokemon you put like to really go through the attack was sweeper, and you would have physical sweepers and special because you have the physical and you have the special ones. So you'd always like want to hit a physical sweeper with a burn because then like their like attack stat was like diminished. Right. Uh, I got to say real quick, this is without a doubt the most informed game talk we've had in a good while on this show. (laughs) That wasn't someone just being like, when I was a kid, I think I liked this game. (laughs) Yeah, I I hope people are taking notes. Yes, yeah, we have a lot of competitive Pokemon uh, strategists, or I should say wannabe strategists. They want to get into it, but they don't really know where to start. I mean, I, I the last time I really engaged with with the meta was uh, for <laughs> X and Y, and you know, a lot of people said the Mega Pokemon were lame or whatever, and like, it's true. Some of the designs were like very goofy, and they did have to uh, nerf a couple of them. I remember Mega Kangaskhan, Mega Blaziken, and I. I believe Mega Gengar and maybe a couple others all had to be moved to the tier that was pretty much legendaries only, but but some of them were fun. Um, 
I remember, I think I like Mega Mall Will, however that one. It was the steel oh, yes. type from from Generation 3, and they made it uh, steel and fairy um, mm. in, in X and Y. Um, and they kind of made a useless thing actually kind of cool. But uh, then with uh, Sun and Moon, they introduced like these super duper moves. And, and that was just, that was a little much. Oh, ow. Gosh, a box just fell on my head. Nick, you weren't wearing your hard hat. Oh, it hurts so bad. My exposed head hurts. Oh, jeez. Uh, I guess I'll put my I, hard I hope on. Tyler's got good insurance on this place. This is... Uh... <laughs> What's in the box here? Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. I think this box heard us. It's another of Tyler's segments. It's choose that Pokemon that I should date. Oh, that you should date. This is one of Tyler's classic segments, actually. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm, oh, it's weird. It looks like it's in here with another segment. This one's actually mine. Hasn't been used for 60 episodes. It's the Tinder bender <laughs> where I was going on Tinder and talking about my experiences. It had nothing to do with video games. Okay. I, I get it. The, the warehouse is trying to tell us something. It wants you to pick a Pokemon for me to date. Okay. All right. Um, Well, what are you looking for right now? Gosh, that's such a great question. I'm looking for something motherly, not a mommy. Well, a little bit of a, like, uh, you know, helps me around the house, um, cleans my room. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say that. Like, like a mother, like a mom. Well, um, sorry, that is a lot to unpack. Um, I think, I think what I'm going to do, I have what you want and I think I have what you need. Whoa. Okay. What you want, uh, call back to the earlier Pokemon we mentioned, Kangaskhan. Okay. You might have to usurp the baby one, but there's a pouch for you to ride in. Um, pretty strong, so you know it, it can actually help you with boxes, be it around the house or in this very warehouse. Um, tough, you know, definitely has a pretty good move set, like like any mom, um, capable of using multiple HMs. Um, mm-hmm. My mom does that all the time. Yeah, waterfall, right? Yeah, it's just waterfall. Uh, that's how she fills up the bathtub for me. <laughs> well, actually, that'd probably be more like surf because surf is a, <laughs> typically depicted as a special type attack that it introduces a wave, whereas waterfall is more of a physical where you kind of assume they just get a jet of water and go up. A Jack, bit. Jack, snap out of it. Snap out of sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Um, anywho, what you need. Mm-hmm. Nick, I've known you for a long time, and uh, I just, I heard your description of what you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think before you're capable, or before you're ready to love someone else, 
you need to fully get on board with loving yourself. <laughs> so for that, might I recommend Ditto, where you can actually love yourself. Whoa. I can uh, Ditto can turn into me and I can experience love on myself <laughs> and yeah. with myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so that's great. I think that's the perfect answer. And, and, Kevin, and if you're worried, I know there that was that one episode of the anime where there was the ditto that was not good at transforming and everyone had like the terrifying beady eyes. I don't believe that's canonical to the video game series. So seeing as we are bound by video game rules, I think you're in the clear there. Uh, it, I did, it's not a part of the video games, Jack. That is an actual plot point in Detective Pikachu, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a, a strange ditto storyline in there i won't i won't tell any more for spoilers but it involves what you just mentioned uh also i need to say that um someone gave me basically the same advice as you uh a past guest of the podcast but without the um the humor angle of it recently so uh it's i i really feel like i'm getting a, a message here of myself of myself, love myself. Sit in the there, you, you've got it. You don't need ditto. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's easy. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm single for now. Um, oh, wait a minute. Can we go down this um, this hall here? This uh, this this row of shelves. I just yeah. Uh, actually, I have a box that I think we should open after we check out this this hallway. Oh well, you're holding your box right now. You want to open it? I could make you carry it a little bit longer. Uh, no, let's open it. Uh, okay. Um, this one, I think it might have been a package mishap. Um, I think I think this was sent to the wrong podcast, but uh, you know, look, we're being sneaky, right? What's what's not sneaky if not opening up someone else's mail? <laughs> we're being sneaky. So, in the spirit of being sneaky, I'm opening the box, and what do we have here? Oh, get a load of this. What is it? What is it? It's a segment called, What is Your Favorite LaCroix? And any other LaCroix things you've been feeling lately. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely not our package. But I'm happy to talk about it. And I have an answer that might blow your mind pure real okay <laughs> that, uh, that no i i thought i was ready and i was <laughs> so uh my buddy brian glinsky who you know um uh he uh, was staying with me for a while earlier this year and we got big into trader joe's sparkling water which is really good and really cheap and we were experimenting their flavors tend to be something and lemonade blueberry lemonade i got that in a corner of my room right now uh there's a watermelon lemonade but then they have a plain sparkling that's really good it's so good it to me it almost tastes like it has a flavor and so i've been big on tj's but i've been working this uh temp job where i'm working as a receptionist at an office and in their mini fridge they have lacroix pure and i thought hey like in the TJ's one, I'll try the LaCroix. And that's what I've had. I've had one of those every single day for the past week. Well, very interesting. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like Pure. It, it, you know, it takes me back to my talking rain days where I first got addicted <laughs> to the stuff. Thanks I, a lot, Mom. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to explain for the listeners what that means because I learned this. Talking rain is a Pacific Northwest brand of sparkling water. I looked it up because I remembered you always had that. And I, I don't have them out here in California. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have them out here. In also California, where we are together. <laughs> yeah, that, definitely not the Midwest. Sorry, I got hit by the Joker's laughing gas. I think. Oh, me too. I'm a little worried you might be following us around in here. One more thing, you know, and maybe this is just the laughing gas before we, we go down this hallway. Hmm. Since you, you uh, mentioned a different brand than LaCroix, if I might give a shout out. You know, Whole Foods, so Whole Wallet, you know, a little, <laughs> little on the pricier side. But their 365 brand uh, has a ginger flavor, just ginger and seltzer. Highly recommended. Okay, now that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Into so that. next time next time you're in a Whole Wallet with all those uh, <laughs> wacko vegans. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Jow, you're one hot take machine. Oh, you know me. Uh, left and right. Call it as I see it. Oh, and I should stop before we're about to turn down this hallway. It's really getting close. Uh, you know, another past guest of the show, our mutual friend Reed Dale, has been trying to get us for a while to drink the Coca-Cola flavored LaCroix. I, never I heard did. it's awful. You heard it's awful. I heard it's awful. Yeah, I, it, it it's not as bad, but it does feel like the gimmick thing soda companies will do when they'll release a turkey and gravy flavor for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but that I'd try. That sounds good, actually. <laughs> uh, Joker, get out of here. Get out. Uh, oh, hey, we're already down the, the, um, the aisle. Uh, what, what is it that's pulling me towards this place? Oh, I know what it is. This is the aisle of boxes I'm not allowed to talk about because Tyler doesn't like them. Let's see. We got Star oh. Wars. <laughs> we got Marvel movies. We have uh, Naruto. And there's one marked Eister a DePasta, a segment he really hated. And there's even a Garfield one here. Oh, my gosh. We're being sneaky, aren't we? so sneaky okay wait a minute tyler doesn't want us to talk about this are you are you saying we'd be sneaky and open one of them i think i'm feeling i stir the pasta as an appetizer (laughs) no here it goes wait sorry did you have something else you were gonna say no there's just uh fireworks going on in my half of the factory i don't I don't know if you can hear them on two steps away, but they just distracted me for a sec. Oh no! I stirred the pasta. It's me, Luigi. Uh, you guys, uh, Nick. I know. Uh, is this a wait? Is this a Jowie Buffick? Uh, it's it's pronounced Jow, but uh, I'm actually going by Jack these days. Oh, it's a Jow. It's a Jow. I'm sorry, my Italian accent. I cannot say it so good. And also, 
you should know because we had another inspector come in here and ask about it. If you are an Italian, you can't undo it this accent. It's not an offensive. So uh, I was wondering about that. Jawa, I know you're an OSA inspector. Please don't give us a bad review. Uh, I'm going to let my friend Nick run this segment. I want you to do this segment so good that you'll have to give us a pass. Uh, oh, okay. You're throwing it to me. It seemed like you had more to say. Uh, but I, yeah. So, Jack, the way that this segment works is that I'll give you a couple of prompts um, uh, that are not improvised i have them written out on this sheet that was inside the box and uh we were, it's just kind of a thought experiment a continuous thought experiment you want to try it yeah okay so let's see hmm. first thing it says is luigi didn't write this that's odd uh okay you're an osha inspector and you come to the warehouse and you see that some boxes have not been properly sealed do you give the uh the warehouse a bad rating i mean that's not really like do you think that's workplace safety uh yeah personally i I don't know doesn't seem that bad right a couple loose boxes i don't know i i think you let it slide what's the worst that could happen oh good to know what's that (laughs) whoa (laughs) nothing nothing uh yeah so okay it says you walk on from the boxes you uh, see that someone has um left their hard hat on the forklift and the forklift is on and the forklift is driving towards another worker what do you do um oh god i feel like i'm really under pressure right now um I think I instinctively yell stop, which uh, actually causes the worker to stop. And then uh, I realize I've said the wrong thing. It's too late. He's impaled. I'm crying. Uh, factory is, is really stressed out. Um, is that an appropriate answer? Yeah, it, it continues on from there somehow. This list, oh, it geez. says... You're arraigned and you go to court and you have to explain yourself in front of a jury of your peers, your family's in the audience and they're also crying and they are so confused because they they thought that you were really good at your job. What do you say to defend yourself? Um, I say, your honor, I don't think we've conducted Vardir correctly because uh, no competent court of law would have my family as a jury of my peers. Um Typically, that's screen for and questions asked by the judge. But if not, I would have hoped either my attorney or opposing counsel might have covered that. And the judge, he looks at you and he says, by Jove, he's right. He may have be the worst ocean inspector I've ever seen, but he's the best amateur lawyer I've ever seen. This guy knows his stuff. The security guard, uh, he unlocks your handcuffs, pats you on the back and sends you out what's your next move i'm gonna go back to the factory oh this a guy to the man. wow what a beautiful answer hey luigi is 
sealing the box from the inside, I think he's scared that he's going to get reported. He might get deported. Yeah, <laughs> 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 hey, watch out, Tyler. Um, you know, Ooh. you're lucky it's OSHA here and not uh, ICE. Am I right? Ugh, maybe that's inappropriate and bad taste. Um, ICE is bad. I, I want to make that clear. Well, you know... We can cut that. No one can say you dig yourself a hole. Is As soon as you start, you're back out and filling it right back in. Uh, hey. Do I bury people in there sometimes? Yes, but never myself. Wow. That's kind of profound. Well, um, you should know, just for the record, uh, I don't know about Luigi's documentation status, but in the canon of this show, and this has been established infrequently tyler and i did receive the initial reactivator from man in a trench coat with a mustache a little bit of an accent and an m on his detective's hat and his hat had eyes and he threw it off and it landed on tyler's head and then he started talking with an accent so anyway that's where we got it so i i think maybe that might be uh, luigi might be his brother to say well let's move on uh let's see uh what we got here we got um gosh 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 uh naruto star wars or marvel movies is there any of those we talked about naruto a little bit did i mean i can i can talk about I can talk about a whole plethora of, of shonen manga. We can go Star Wars. We can go Naruto or, or uh, Marvel. Um, on the, the Naruto beat real quick, I know you're an anime fan, probably the biggest anime fan we've had on. I mean, that as a Haven't you had Connor on? Uh, oh, yeah, he was on it. He was on yeah, your episode. Come on, come on. Okay. Connor, that, that, guy, that guy lives and breathes anime. That's true. That's true. That's Connor Arakaki for the listener, not Connor McCabe. Um, but uh, you know, you follow a couple series every week when they release. One Piece? No, that's one of your favorites. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I'd say the only. I want to make sure I'm not lying. The only, the only two weekly ones I still follow are, are One Piece and like. Um. I feel like it's kind of i did i did not love the last arc which has been four years of my life uh, four years yeah <laughs> yeah i i didn't love wano i might i'm gonna go reread it because the previous arc which was like probably like three years of my life um I didn't love it while I was reading it, but when I went back and read it in a couple sittings, I was like, okay, this flows a little better. I I don't necessarily think Wano is going to go that way, but we'll see. The uh, other one I read, King and Omega, um, it's just like martial arts. It's cool. There's exaggerated stuff, but it's not like, you know, like using your super beam or whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's good art and it's a bunch of people just fighting and doing cool stuff. You love a good fight, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is a question about One Piece. Would you buy a One Piece skin in Fortnite? Yeah. 
Yeah. I got wood. <laughs> but am I correct in assuming you would be you would be and were more enthused that Naruto skins were coming? Yeah, I I just think like Sasuke with a gun is is a lot funnier than than Luffy with a gun. Well, Luffy <laughs> with a gun's pretty good. And like pretty much any other character like with a gun isn't as funny. Luffy kind of is, but like I I just think there's something about like Sasuke and you know like I'm always going to have Naruto and Sasuke like forever kind of like woven in with like all American reject songs and stuff. Me too. And, and just something about adding an assault rifle to that is just like really amusing. Like it's probably something like sixth grade me would have thought was badass. Um, and and now I just think it's funny. Well, that is funny. And that just, I have such a light bulb memory of watching anime music videos with you in 2006, 2007. I, I, like almost ironically, ironically, depending on the song, if it was uh, some 41, we were like, this is kind of trash. But then the right all American reject song, there is some good ones. I mean, Move Along has got to be the, the best, like, song to sync anime to, right? I think so. Uh, and also, I'm taking the hint. I'm moving. Oh, oh, I hit a pull. Oh, I forgot to put my heart hat on again. Oh, heck. I, you know, we're friends, but I'm getting a little worried about the score. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. No, you can't give us a bad rating, please. Luigi said, I'm quoting him here. He said, if I get a bad score, I'm going to kill it myself. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. And I'm not even trying to guilt trip you. That's what he said. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. We're leaving the hallway of things Tyler doesn't want to talk about. Uh, Is there a hallway of things you don't want to talk about? Oh. Well. I mean, you you want to go down the one that I don't want to talk about? That's pretty sneaky. I'm feeling repulsed from this direction, and I'm kind of feeling like maybe there's something down there that I'm scared of. Or... I mean, you're kind of pulling a fast one on yourself. That's that's sneaky. <sighs> love myself. That's my new mantra. Well, part of loving yourself is fooling yourself. Oh, maybe I can develop an immunity to the things I hate. All right, you've convinced me. Let's walk down this aisle. Oh, oh, what is that? It's one of my least favorite things. Can you brush the writing off that? That was me brushing uh, something off. So we could read it. Yeah, you got dust right on my glasses. What's it say? Uh, yes, and <laughs> oh, that is what it says. It's a, this is an improv box. We can we don't need to talk about this one. <laughs> no, no. Uh, by the way, for the listener, because this did it, we we lost the first ten minutes of our live show. It came out a week or two ago. Um, there's a lot of references to 
uh, Will Hines keeps making jokes about improv. That is because I introduced him as my 401 improv teacher uh, to groans from the audience. Uh, but we lost that setup. So all you got was a bunch of payoffs. Uh, now let's see what else is in here. Cause I, I could talk about improv. I don't hate that, but what do I hate? Um, ugh. Oh, this is a weird, this is a weird specific one. I hate when I work out guys are so loud in the gym you know like, why are you always grunting see how do I, i'm gonna as someone who used to work out a lot and then you know life the last year got in the way and, and i'm i'm kind of finally back in the swing i can defend the grunters to an extent really? uh is some of it performative sure but like, you know, I think for a lot of people, it is part of getting in the zone. And I generally think like, I think most people mean no harm by it. I understand it can be intimidating. For the most part, I just, I just, you know, it's just part of the experience for me and I can tune it out. However, I, uh, uh, in California, I did go to this uh, gym the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, Gold I was checking gym. it out. Huh? gold's gym where arnold used to work out uh no although actually i went to uh a location of that uh in my part of california and it really sucked i was i was really disappointed um but i went to this other one it was called brickyard um like real real kind of old school place they have a bunch of posters of bodybuilders all over the wall uh you know, like a, a photo of a lady in a bikini in the men's bathroom, you know, just real like home. Yeah. Um, so I go there and the AC is not great, which, mm. you know, I could even see like a couple of years earlier, I probably would find that to be like a fun part of the experience that would help me focus. But at this point in my life, meh. but there were a couple guys who were just like performatively loud about everything not just their exercises just just yelling about everything and i didn't really care but uh they were just playing like the stupidest butt rock on uh on the radio like stained and and trapped um got a little disturbed going and you know i don't i don't really like working on headphones because i just like spend waste time skipping songs and whatnot right but, uh, and you know, I, I hate to throw this band in, even though I think I'm kind of past their music. I think they do have a degree of thoughtfulness that none of the other ones have, but BYOB by System of a Down comes on. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it was just like a choir of like massive, I'm sure well-intentioned people who could absolutely beat my ass just like singing along to it and it was horrible it was just it was just tacky um um so that wasn't even really why i didn't go back it was mainly the ac but i just do remember there was like four guys just belting out a lot of byob and you know there's the part where uh singers singing really fast and uh they were nowhere as fast It, it it was not great so that's my long-winded defense of grunting at the gym. <laughs> well, uh, okay. To take it back, you know. No, this is good. I, I, 
You didn't give me a reason to love it. I'm kind of, I'm working on fooling myself. That was the point of this. I'm fooling myself into thinking maybe I'd like to sing a system of a down at the gym. Yeah, I could do that. I could be annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what's that, be- what's that behind us? <laughs> it's the Joker. I've snuck up on you. I'm going to chase you. Well, would it be fair to say there's something in the way? You know, it's a it's a reference to the new Batman movie because it's the only fucking song they, they play in the whole goddamn movie. Something in the way. Ah, stop it. Don't sing that song. Something Wait. Nick, Wait. there's there's one other song I, I think they sing a lot in that. Could I hear your rendition? Ave Maria. Uh, I can't remember the words. No, no, this isn't how it was supposed to go. (laughs) Sorry, I'm so mad at myself. Gosh. Wait a minute. There's another song. Maybe if we hum it at the same time, we can make the Joker go away. Well, you better not. Uh, he's running. He's running. Cam done. Oh my god. For a second. Sorry, I, I lost myself. For a second, I thought you were literally vengeance. Uh oh, looks like there's just one aisle left. Okay. Um, guess we should block down it. Oh, watch out. There's a box. It looks like you're going to trip on that one. Oh, oh ow. Yeah, even with warning, you weren't able to see it. You got to put th- that lava cake. You're just waving it back and forth in your hands like a hot potato. Well, I'm, I, let me tell you, the part I ate is really weighing me down. It's kind of embarrassing. Oh, it's heavy. It's heavy, huh? Oh, heavy. hey, the box, it's tipping over. Poop. Welcome to Costanza's Fortnite feature. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Steven, Steven, I need you to let me take over. It's me, Moon Knight. I need you to let me take over. Let the path die. Kill it if you have to. Oh, number one victory royale. Yeah, that's right. We're about to get down. Destiny arrives. Oh, Jack, we're in the Fortnite feature right now. The segments talk all things Fortnite. Hell yeah. (laughs) It looks like there's an avatar. I've never seen him. He's walking up to us. It's me. Fortnite, Doctor Strange. I'm American. It's me, Doctor Strange. Hello. What master do you serve? <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Christine. <laughs> Christine, my love interest. Uh, I know you, Chow Perfect. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. 
I I'm actually going by Jack now, though. Oh, Jack. Oh, I've been in the multiverse. You're the first to have that name. I wanted to talk to you about Fortnite. I traveled here using the the good book of souls. I wanted to ask you on behalf of your partner, why do you keep buying skins? Okay, no, I, I've only I've only bought a couple. All right, like I bought, I purchased it, and I I will fully confess, I wasn't gonna buy anything. I was like, oh, stupid game for kids. My my dumb friends are playing. Sure, I'll play it a little bit till they get bored. And then I said, okay, you know what? If Sasuke comes out, I'll purchase that. It'll be fine. But two days after I started playing it, they put Ezio up. And that's just such a funny skin. Like, it's a video game series. Like, even if it's an entry people liked, like, no one likes Assassin's Creed anymore. The idea of, again, not Sasuke with a gun, but Ezio with an AR. Pretty funny. And, and I bought it because I'm all irony poisoned. And then uh, I made fun of my friends for buying skins to my fiance until she asked, <laughs> wait, you haven't bought any yet. And I couldn't pull off a straight face. Um, so that was that was humbling. And then I gave her full disclosure. I'm not purchasing a single other except Sasuke. Well, they don't, you know, I mean, Itachi's related to Sasuke, too, so really, like, I mean, you know, you know. And I have it on good authority, you bought some dances. Well, (laughs) in fairness to me, (laughs) you know, Epic is very smart. They they have these marketing schemes that can uh, entice both, uh, children as well as me um where you buy a certain amount of v bucks and then you you purchase say an Ezio, and uh you know you have leftover ones and you what what else am i gonna spend it on okay dormammu is satisfied this universe lives another day back to the box oh uh wait he just went in the box and disappeared. But does that mean, do I have to put it on the shelf? Do I have to put it on the shelf, Jack? I think you do. Oh. Someone could trip over it again. Oh, gosh. Would you, would you blow his brains out if he heard that? Okay. <laughs> Getting out the ladder. Okay, I got it. Uh, gosh. Well, I guess we're we should keep walking, but there's not much else to go. It, at the end of this hallway, it's just it's a door with an X on it. That's all that's there. Well, might as well go through it. Anyway, it's got an X on it. I, can't, I don't want to get all Hero's Journey refusal of the call section here, but if we open it, we don't know what could it could transport us to somewhere crazy. You want yeah. to open it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, laughing gas. You got you. You're laughing it up. You got a lava cake in one hand, and your other hand is on the doorknob. All right, you're opening it. I guess we're going through it. What is going to be in here? 
This psych door was sealed off. This is Kohog. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, Cleveland, get out of here. You can't, I can't do your voice. I, it's me, Peter Griffin. Lois, Lois, is that you? It's me, Peter Griffin. I found it. I found it. Uh, what are you guys doing here? There's an X on this door. You're not supposed to come through. And I'm Marvin the Martian, and uh, you also weren't supposed to come through because of me, because you're on Mars. All right, Nick, this this is really this uh, is throwing me for a loop. Yeah, I, I this this is crazy. I why is he? Why is Marvin the Martian on Mars? And it's also Quahog. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, the Fortnite box is opening up again. It's me. Dormammu, I've come to bargain, except Dormammu's not here. I've come to bargain with you guys. You're opening up all the boxes, and I, the, the, the segments are starting to collide. I can't contain them. I need one of you to sacrifice yourselves. Doctor Strange. Nick, I'll, I'll do it. No. Uh, I, I think we can both be honest. This is probably one of the worst episodes of Reactivators yet. And oh. hopefully ever. And no. I think we can both agree. I'm not in the good episodes, but you are. But I'm in this one. What? So I, I'm going to do it so that your podcast may live on. All right. Come with me. And me, Lois. And me, Kermit the Joker. And me, Marvin the Martian. And me, the Joker. (laughs) No, no, Jack, I may not be able to drive that forklift, but you can. Let's hop on. Let's get out of here. Oh, other forklift noises. There's falling debris. Huh. I was wearing my hard hat for a change. Looks like you learned a lesson after all. Oh, oh my gosh. I, you just drove right through the wall. We're out of the segment factory. I'm going to leave the cleanup of this for Tyler, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's what he gets for hiring that Luigi guy. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that guy. Uh, I hope he does kill himself. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, well, Jack, thank you so much for joining me at the Segment Factory. <laughs> we were feeling a little sneaky today. <laughs> I, I think we were kind of sneaky. Uh, well, I know that you're going to get in the car with me and we're going to drive home, but um, this is probably a weird question to say because I have been recording the whole time. Uh, you got anything to plug? Um. No, <laughs> I don't. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have anything to plug. No. Well, uh, you're not on Twitter? 
Oh, I am. Um, my Twitter handle is Jaubuf, um, which in case you don't know how to spell that, that's J-A-U-E-B-F-F-C-K. Um, yeah, you can follow me, I suppose, um, or not. Um, well, I, I'm sure people will. I hope they do. Uh, I got to be honest, Jack, I didn't feel comfortable saying it the whole time. So um, I'm going to say, Jow Buffick, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Um, it truly, sincerely is always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and at Nick Costanza on Instagram. Uh, I'm not going to do that, but thanks. Oh. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, always a pleasure. Yeah. Jeez. Gosh. Uh, we've been friends for so long and couldn't do a simple follow back. No, it's cool. I'm not. Love myself. Love myself. I guess if you want someone else to love, you can also follow Tyler Schnupp at Schnupp69 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is his real handle. <laughs> And you can also follow this podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hey, this has been another off-kilter episode of Reactivators. See you next time. All right, voila.